Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Doesn't it want to start the podcast with us, Precious? No. Do I go first this time? Uh, it doesn't matter. It, you certainly can. Do it. Okay. Okay, let's get this shoe on the road. Red leather, yellow leather. Pronouns they then theirs. And I'm Josie. Pronouns they them theirs. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. It's a podcast. It's a podcast called By the Cover. A deep dive into Amazon book review culture. Let's go real deep into that book review culture. Um, so we've started packing up our entire lives. Um, yes, we are we are taking our lives from here in Waco, Texas and moving them all the way to Maryland. Um, uh, the very, very far distance that that is. Every day that passes, our house gets much more. Well, our house, our apartment gets much more echoey. And so it's just getting increasingly strange. Like there are now entirely just like bare walls. And I just keep being like, did something go wrong? wrong it's sad like, yeah no it's very sad what's happened <laughs> we we definitely look like a depression apartment now mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. used to have like a lot of things and now we don't um but if you if you are interested in some uh in some like square bookcases <laughs> um we've got some easy chairs some chairs we're selling them for real cheap real cheap they're really comfy need to get rid of them mostly um Anyway, uh, I guess I should hop into these Amazon book reviews, huh? Uh, but yeah, let's 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 really get into uh, the Amazon book reviews. Um, mm. We we don't always explain what we do here. We look at book reviews on Amazon. We've done that already. I thought. Yeah, well, we say it's a deep dive into Amazon book review culture, but specifically what we do is once <laughs> per week we each bring a book and read its description and then go through some of the funniest reviews. Uh, that's the podcast. Sometimes it's like... not the funniest. Sometimes it's just the reviews that we really like or yeah. make us happy. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a nice show. Sometimes it's just two people talking. Okay. So uh, today I'm bringing Figure Drawing for All It's Worth by Andrew Loomis. For All It's Worth. For 
all it's worth, there's an incredibly naked woman on the cover of this Ooh, book. Um, and I just want to emphasize that I can't read Andrew Loomis. This doesn't look like Andrew Loomis at oh, all. Oh, wow. No, they really picked some uh, bizarre font. It's like incredibly interpretive letters, especially towards the back half of both of those words. Like, just lines. Um also, it's not the most detailed uh, drawing of a person I've ever seen. Like, no, it's, I mean, but it, but it is for all it's worth. Um, and so then we get down to the description of the book and it's clearly been highly produced because um, Art Sketches Review is the first part of it. Um, and they say holding this book is like holding a time capsule, perfectly preserved in spirit for the next crop of future artists in the generations to come. And oh, look, it's another incredibly sexy woman. Yeah, they Just do like, have a lot of like women with kind of like. They're like you know, posing the, like, in the, the like, like uh, face, you know, the, uh, face. Like. And it's like all styled in like the 30s and 40s. It's very funny. Um, anyway, so product description. The illustrator Andrew Loomis, 1892 to 1959, is revered amongst artists, including comics superstar Alex Ross for his mastery. Who's Alex Ross? Why do we care? I don't know. For his mastery of figure drawing and clean, <laughs> realist style. We should, we should see if like this guy is someone actually important. <laughs> his now. hugely influential series of art instruction books have never been bettered, and figure drawing is the first in Titan's program of far a simile editions, including these classic titles to print, or sorry, returning these classic titles to print for the first time in decades. And then there's a whole bunch of like real famous artists, I guess, who are quoted in the, the product description as being like, Andrew Loomis changed my life. Without Andrew Loomis, my hands would have been nothing. My, my hands would have shriveled into raisins. Um, Alex Ross, in case you're Just wondering. individual is known- raisins? Yeah, just little, little raisins at the end of my hands. Um, Alex Ross uh, debuted uh, 1994 where he, when he wrote Marvels. Oh. Um, so a relatively big okay, deal. Okay, okay. So um, like, a, like a big deal. Okay. Well, done some stuff. There's another Captain artist America. here that wants to laud Loomis's work, um, and that is Chris the artist who Chris, gave this. Chris the artist who gave this book five stars. It's important, actually. I think not a lot of Amazon reviews really denote uh, someone's what they do, why they're relevant to the reading. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate this from uh, from Chris, the artist. You would be better than most graduates of art school. So Chris, the artist, wants you to know: don't even bother going to art school. Just Just get Andrew Lewis's book. And yeah, that'll definitely be better than going to school for figure drawing. As an art professor of figure drawing and anatomy and a professional artist, be assured this is the one book that you need for figure drawing. Time-tested and the Bible of figure drawing. Don't be put off by the dated-looking hair or poses. This is the motherload of all information. If you actually follow it and carefully draw the exercises, you would be better than most graduates of art school. Old editions are fine. Get it! You, too, will be able to draw burlesque pinups just like women lounging loungily holt amarin gave this two stars on the other end we're really going to high low this one mm-hmm. uh outdated very outdated overly normative drawings of how the human body should look with hunky superman style men and 1950s secretary women secretaries 
Those first two women are secretaries? That's secretary women for sure. Um, I feel like that is that is that was that a thing in the 50s? That, well, I oof. I guess like there is the whole like a secretary is not a toy like deal. So was that just kind of the norm? I just like to imagine your secretaries hate, this way. I just hate to think. I hate to think of it. I mean, I know that it's true, right? Like there wouldn't be the like trope of well, my husband's now sleeping with his secretary. Which Bang. I want to know, like how how shitty your job must be like and not just like shitty but actually boring like you must not have a lot to do if you have time to think about sex in the workplace <laughs> oh my god like get to work don't you have a job wait hold up are you saying that the majority of secretaries are just like this secretary job is just too fucking no not boring. the secretaries i'm not, going not... to seduce my boss no 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 i'm referring to the men who apparently have time to cheat on their wives at work like you're supposed to be a busy businessman well man. i think the reason why the, the majority of the time in like the trope right the reason why the women know that their husband is cheating is because he's staying home late for work like oh. so he does his work day and then he abuses his secretary oh okay you know what i'm saying yeah. oh well that's okay perfectly normal then <laughs> only minimally helpful for someone actually wanting to learn to figure draw the pictures themselves are great to look at the artwork <laughs> is fantastic Really love this that is, work. Those muscular it's, men. It's mm -mm. so creepy. It um, does make sense then that the this guy would get lauded by like a popular comic book artist I, as well. Yeah, like, no, just it totally this, makes it, sense. It is like the standard of like superhero drawing to like draw people in the most like ideal quote unquote form. Um, and so it sounds like that's what Loomis was all about. G. Maria gave this three stars. This is a decent book. However, I thought it would have more how-to that I could use with students. This is definitely for adults. I should have guessed that from the cover, smiley face. A bit too much for students. Oh, my. I just like, what is going on? Why? How how sexy is this book? And Patricia S. Link does give this three stars, but points out that it's more comic book type drawing. So I think our I think our feeling about what this book probably is 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 rather on the money. Um, Michael D. Hansen gave this book four stars. Title of the review is four stars. Content of the review is thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thank you for this book. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate it being published. So much. Uh, HTL gives this four stars, gives this four stars. They are a top contributor. Uh, should be pretty obvious what they're a top contributor in. It's a great book in helping you to you map. It's a great book in helping you out to map out the dot, dot, dot. The, the it's what? a great book in helping you out to map out the dot, dot, dot. That's it? That's the whole thing? That's uh, all I got? The one I brought, I bought was back in 2011. There is a, mi a mistake on page 60. I'm sorry that I'm losing my ability to like read right now. Where the pectoralis major is mislabeled as the latissimus dorsi. Mm. And latissimus dorsi is labeled as the pectoralis major. It's one... It's one mistake caught so far. Hopefully the newer ones will remedy this mistake. It's a great book in helping you 
out to map out the human body, and it's well organized. Not a great introductory book for the beginner, rather for someone who has drawn before. Map out the human body. I'm glad we finally got there. It really I mean, bothers we really, I'm me glad when that people... we know that like the Latissimus Dorsey is different from. Uh, it's a good note. It's a good note to add. Um, it just it bothers me when people have in the subject of the review like something from the rest of the review, but it's like buried, buried in there. deep in there. Very confusing. ELT also gave this book four stars. Definitely a solid and valuable piece, even if it's a. It's a. Definitely a solid and valuable piece, even if Hitta language and life advice throughout is a bit dated. Life advice? Life advice? What life advice? You know, for like when you're drawing your secretary, (laughs) staying home late from the office. How to lie to your wife about Uh, cheating on her. I don't know. What kind of life (laughs) advice could you possibly have from the 50s? I don't know. Human body hasn't changed a ton, though, so it's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Is uh, uh, you know, <laughs> not not too much evolution of the human form. Mark G. Jensen gave us two stars, uh, and pointed out someone is making money. Yeah, someone is making money, but not Andrew Loomis. These books came out in 1943. They are the property of the estate of dot dot dot. All the faces images are of that period. The there being only one color of people in the USOFA of that time. US of A at that time. Well, as per these books, everything is so dated. And I have to say, I'm pretty sure I have an Andrew Loomis book kicking around my collection at home. That would not surprise me. It's extraordinarily just like white. Yeah. Well, well. It was a different time, a more racist time, mm-hmm. slightly, slightly more racist. We're not that much better. Don't pat yourself on the back. <laughs> and Jolly gave this five stars. Fantastic. This book has it all. Nothing else is needed for a wholesome understanding of the human form. A wholesome At, understanding a of the wholesome. human. This is porn for like, this person. Like this person is this person is using it for porn. <laughs> At the most, I might toss in a little Bridgman for a more geometry slash construction based approach. Someone wrote yeah, little, in the reviews XXX videos uh, that Loomis traced the figure. If you want to know more about his creative process and how he used his references, which all professionals do use check out his other awesome book called creative illustration this book will teach you the fundamentals that book will transform you into an artist but as for the tracing thing oh please i'm sure that loomis could have absolutely gotten away with it but why on earth such a brilliantly skilled artist who not only has mastered anatomy and perspective but has a strong handle on form and light would need to trace is absolutely beyond me actually i would pay to see his trace drawings lol get this book in printed form and just do the work you won't regret it Someone is in love with with Andrew Loomis. Someone, someone uh, has just like drank that Kool Aid right down. Thank you, Daddy. Like, and so I want to bring a a final a final <laughs> entry here in the two star mm-hmm. corner. A CVM twenty four, a bit old fashioned. 
I have to disagree with the huge majority of people that are praising this book. Whilst it is a nicely presented, there is something very, very old-fashioned about the actual figures, all of whom closely resemble Barbie and Ken, mm. i.e. they are a bit 1950s in terms of figure, face, hair, and they are without genitalia. Oh. Very oh. odd. Well, that's interesting. Very odd. <laughs> it's like like I, having seen the like things that they're doing to pose these people. It's like very strange to me that they wouldn't have genitalia. Just then. Smooth down below. Just, well, just like just like Ken and Barbie. <laughs> very odd. The analytical side of figure drawing, muscles and bones, is quite well done. Oh, bones are well done, but bones <laughs> oh. aren't well done as well. There's one bone in particular left undone, isn't there? It's quite well done, but I would nevertheless prefer something a bit more contemporary. <laughs> Detailed. Um. Anyway, so that was that book by Andrew that was, Loomis. That was that book by Andrew Loomis, figure drawing. For all it's worth. For all it's worth. Um. I do think it is very interesting, the... It feels like a secondary title, like Twelfth Night, just with no, just no, like, secondary brackets. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, It does, it is very interesting, the tendency to, like, do figure drawing and think that when you are kind of taught figure drawing from a book, that that is then how you are supposed to draw people, whereas it seems largely... Those books are designed to teach you to notice things about the human form so that when you are, in fact, drawing, like, a real person, you know, like, oh, like, what I'm seeing here, this shape here represents, like, these muscles and stuff. And so now I know better how to draw this actual person. The great irony of the fact that I now spend a lot of time doing art, like, a lot of time. Um, mm -hmm. Because as a costume designer, I have to render the costumes that I make before I present my concept to the shop where I'm working at. Um, the the great irony of the fact that in high school, I hated art class, like to the point where I intentionally made sure that all of my creative credits were not in an art classroom oh, wow. because I, I hated middle school and, and all required art classes before that so much just didn't make sense to me. The rules were really arbitrary and nobody explained to me why I was having to do the things that I was doing in such a way that made sense. So I felt like none of my work was any good. There were a lot of really good artists around me, like in class and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I was in a drawing and rendering class that I took in my senior year of college that someone said it's about identifying, sh like breaking down the whole thing into identifiable shapes and then figuring out how to put those shapes together that I was finally like, oh, oh yeah. well, it didn't have to be that hard, huh? And the fact that nobody had said that set of words to me up until then is just wild. Yeah, no, it's almost as if our education system as a whole is about getting uh, children, getting students to meet uh, standards that have been set that are important in theory. Um, but because we don't actually like give our students an understanding of what the standards, like what those building blocks are for their like knowledge in the future and like how they're going to apply it. 
um, ultimately it helps no one. Um, anyway, listeners, Becca and Josie you... have opinions on <laughs> education. Anyway, listeners, we have a very clear set of standards, and that is that you're going to listen to the ads right now. Oh. <laughs> live hip-hop in the fresh live hip-hop feed you got to come to rogue media and listen to the private hip-hop podcast and we're back us right now and we're back us <laughs> <laughs> and, and we are the and great god pan, and we're pan as well <laughs> um actually i'm bisexual uh Jeff Kinney's Diary of a Wimpy Kid, book one. Nice. Um, which is also on a hundred books, a hundred children's books to read in a lifetime. I just never understood why I should read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So like no, it came yeah, out mouth, just like at a time the when here mouth we go. Mount the babes. Um the, the babes will tell us. Yeah, you would have been just getting out of middle school, mm-hmm. right? When it was really popular. So yeah, really, really missed its two thousand eight. Uh, it's big cultural jump. But this is a teacher's pick, which is bizarre to me because I knew not a single teacher who actually liked those books. Really? Um, I feel like Captain Underpants got the bad rep more than Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That That is well. That is well. Um, description. Product description. This edition of Diary of a Wimpy Kid can no longer be ordered. <laughs> Please go to https colon backslash backslash www.amazon.com slash... <laughs> Diary dash wimpy dash kid slash DP slash B zero zero five one X. This is the wait, product description. Hold, hold up. Did you, this was on the this list. This is under, in the list. I, I want to be super clear. Yeah. When I do the, when I do from the mouth of babes, I go directly to the a hundred children's books. You should read in a lifetime on Amazon app.com. Uh-huh. Um, a real website. <laughs> um, and and I click directly to the product that they suggest I buy. Wow, they sent you is, a broken it link. It is this one that can no longer be ordered that just has a random link for you to follow in the product a description. Diary of a Wimpy Kid has been redacted. You heard it here, folks. Um, so <laughs> let's let's get into it. Um, <laughs> um Oh, well, I guess uh, from Publishers Weekly, just so we get a little bit. Uh, it began in 2004, makes its way to print as a laugh-out-loud novel and cartoons adapted from the series. Middle school student Greg Hefley takes readers through an academic, and that's where my that's where my screenshot ends. So Nice. So um, it, I, Almost nothing extra added there. We Thanks, Amazon. No, nothing. Greg Thank Hefley. You. Greg Hefley is a, a student. 
Disha Gaines gives one star. Verified purchase. This book was so bad. The cheese touch isn't the cheese touch isn't even real. The cheese, the cheese touch? touch. Yeah. <laughs> I have some questions. Um, uh, the cheese. The cheese touch is this thing where um, there's a really nasty piece of cheese on the floor, and one kid touched it. And there is a belief that goes around the school that essentially if you touch the person who touched the cheese, then you got the cheese touch. It's like a big game of tag, um, but with like social ostracization added to it is what goes on in the school. And so if you have the cheese touch, you're like disgusting and gross and no one wants to be around you. And you have to try to touch someone else to give them the cheese touch. Um. Anyway, uh, we're still in the subject of this of this review. This book is so stupid, stupider than a kid in my class. Oh damn! <laughs> wow, you are a bad teacher. Um, I think that I'm guessing this is a student, a fellow student. Oh, stupider than a kid. And so this is the. This is now the content of the review <laughs> because I hated it. I hated it more than a kid in my grade named Christian. I hated it more than Christian. And I freaking hate Christian. And now Deisha speaks directly to the author of Jeff King. And she says, I think she, they say, no offense, man, but your book sucks. <laughs> He reached the target audience, and the target audience said, nope. No, thank you. No, no good. Um, I think I, I must have left the name of this person out on purpose for some reason. To protect so, them. Yeah, I think so. It's another one star, not for a Christian household. The cheese touch is ungodly. <laughs> the one... The, one the only person that we can be touched by in this household <laughs> is Jesus. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, we have the Jesus touch here. The Jesus touch? <laughs> um, okay. The one-star reviews have this book and author pegged. The only reason this is appealing <laughs> is because of the artwork, which is like line drawings. <laughs> like, it's really bad artwork. <laughs> Once one gets past the sketches and look deeper into the messaging, okay. the book unveils itself <laughs> as trash. <laughs> Kids can learn new words like sissy. Then they can repeat them to their family, friends, and teachers at school. <laughs> this tripe is similar to those sketches that reel the it's brain a cow in. Stomach? This cow stomach? This tripe is cow tripe. stomach. Oh, well, it also just means like bad writing, bad book, bad media. It's I'm, called tripe. I, I, I know. Right? I was oh. making just a joke about cow stomach. Oh, this is, oh, it's for the comedy podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this cow stomach is similar to those sketches that reel the brain in because of the simplicity while delivering a multitude of bad habits and insincere actions. Nice. Um, so thank you for that. Um, three stars, Samuel Gonzalez. Uh, eh. My daughter is thrilled to have a wimpy kid book. Not thrilled by the condition of the book, but it was kind of expected. 
It was Samuel? What about the condition was expected? Well, it's wimpy. Uh, quick shipping. I see. As a mom slash dad, I don't love the content of this book. Toilet talk, poop slash farts. I left this in specifically because apparently Samuel is a mom slash dad. Yeah. And I'm very happy for them. I support them. Um, Chris D gives four stars. Uh, oh me, oh my. I know this kid in real life. I swear. <laughs> I wasn't him, but I knew him. I feel so bad for, for how bad he thinks his life is. Did you bully them? Did you bully Probably that kid? the kid. Trina Townsend gives four stars. Wasn't what I expected. Bought this to start a new collection for my eight-year-old grandson, but it's kind of over his head. I read with him and some was over my head. Wait. Oh, no. Was, in what way? May have to find him another selection. And now um, for... I, I have once again brought us to, to finish off an incredibly long review. Oh, yes. Um, long reviews with this is Josie. Also, this is also a top contributor. So nice. let's see uh, how we do. Uh, starting out with the name Disney Denizen. Disney Denizen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give you a hint. Not a top contributor in Disney. Ooh, okay, okay. Five stars, verified purchase. Perfect for reluctant readers and children of all ages. Children of all ages. That's right. I was Except all... for that one grandma and her eight-year-old and, son. And, and not to mention that Christian household. In 2007, the first volume in a series of children's books was published. It exploded onto the elementary school scene and got America's school children reading again. As new books appeared in subsequent years, children snapped them up and devoured them. Mm-hmm. To them, it was the literary event of the year. Of the season. No, this book series was not Harry Potter. Published 1997 <laughs> to 2007. Okay, okay, but Harry Potter done in the style of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, <laughs> no. but without all the bad things in Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, this new series followed the misadventures of lazy, unprincipled, undisciplined middle school miscreant Greg Hefley. This person just said, I'm going to write some poetry about Ooh, this children's book Gregory. Series. And school children everywhere ate them up. While the bu- <laughs> Thank you for the foley. You're welcome. While the buzz over these books eventually died down... They are every bit as good as when they were first released, and each new addition to the series remains hilarious. If your child is a reluctant reader and or 8 to 10 years old... Either one of those. Definitely get him or her... Them. say them. Started on the first book. While the protagonist is a boy, my children are both girls. In my experience with my own and other children, <laughs> both genders love these books. I wonder I wonder if girl children can relate to boy children's stories. I mean, it's not like the media that women consume throughout their entire life is saturated with male leads. I have a sister who works in child life uh, special specialty, and I actually know this like actual scientific answer to this. Um, we actually do know 100% that girls uh girl children are able to better relate to boys uh, as characters and as people um and 
it, it is definitely like considered this like big like chicken and egg argument of essentially like this is why a lot of children's books don't have girls as the main character because to essentially coddle boys who aren't able to relate to girls as much this is like a thing that has been studied but you know it just like creates then this vicious cycle of boys maintained as the main character and so girls have to keep on like relating more and so it's like very very bizarre it seems really based in like society Mm -hmm. though no it absolutely is and so again like it is this like 100% 100% a vicious cycle where um, children's book publishers don't want to publish as many books that have girls as main characters because they will not sell as well. And that has like become a thing. And so this issue of like uh, capital and like uh, revenue being your main motivator for your art and for like especially like children's books, it is creating the problems in our society that we talk about. Um, and a hundred percent also has to do with like parents are more willing to buy a, like a main character as a boy for their daughter and for their son than they would be to buy like a story about a girl for a son. And so again, it's just like, it's this constant, like feeding into it, into itself. Really fascinating. Josie gets political. I hate it here. But it's not even a political thing. I want to be clear. It's just like. Society ethics. That's just society, like the one we live in. Um, should we get back into the review? Yeah, let's get back into the Back review. into the comedy podcast. <laughs> As the title Diary of a Wimpy Kid implies, the books are written from Greg's point of view. Hand-drawn pictures abound on every page. Because, you know... You get you hear the name Greg and you just know that kid's a wimpy one. <laughs> you know that it's gonna be uh from a wimpy kid's perspective, and Greg Heffley definitely sounds like that. The text is so clever that children, adolescents, and adults can all appreciate it. Oh. When a new book is released, there is a gentle fight at our house over who gets to read it first. <laughs> there is one illustration in the, the first Battle book. Royale. That was so hilarious that I laughed till I cried. I won't spoil it for you. (laughs) Details. My younger daughter still talks about how Greg's idiot older brother misspelled the family's dog theme on his personalized dog dish. Sweaty. (laughs) Sweaty. Just like with Harry Potter, I recommend that you read the books in order, although each book can certainly stand alone. As I write in early 2019, here are the books currently in the series. Oh, boy. And they want to let us know. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, The Last Straw, Dog Days, The Ugly Tooth, Cabin Fever, The Third Wheel, Hard Luck, The Long Haul, Old School Double Down, The Getaway, The Meltdown, Wrecking Ball. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to reread the books. I can always use a good laugh. I literally thought that the next title of the series was Now If You'll Excuse excuse Me. me. And I was like... (laughs) Oh, okay, sure. Okay, bye. Um, so I feel like it's very obvious at this point, but what what uh, category do you think Disney Denison is a top contributor oh, for? Oh, is it children's books? It's not children's books. It's more specific than that. It's Harry Potter. Wild. This person is a top contributor in Harry Potter. And it, very clear. I almost wonder if they have a following of people that specifically follow them for Harry Potter material just because of how often they referenced Harry Potter mm-hmm. uh, during this review. But that's uh, that's what I got. That's all I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it's over now. And now it's over. So episode done. We do this every time. Okay, thank you so much to Rogue Rogue Media Media Network Network. for hosting us. Onichan Productions for also hosting us. You know... Media's weird. Media I don't understand weird. how it uh, works. Thank you to Mike Hamilton for producing our podcast all the time, thank every time. Thank you to the listeners out there for pressing play. Thank you to They Might Be Giants for their song, Don't Let's Start, that opens and closes our podcast. Please do not sue us. Uh, because uh, you said we could. You and, gave us permission. And thank you, Becca. Oh, and thank you, Josie. And this has been By the Cover, a podcast. Yeah. Uh, for podcasting folk. And now we turn our brains, <laughs> now we our turn minds and souls. Our, our brains, minds, and souls, the three parts of every human, uh, to the Dark Horse devotional. The Dark Horse devotional. The drug book edition with a giant hole cut out in every page. Page 62. Always believed snakes should have a smell to them. <laughs> I didn't want to. Now now mother. That's it. That's the end. That's the end. This has been a Rogue Media podcast. Mm-hmm.